Hey, get me. My turn. Over here. These shoes are Italian. They're worth more than your life. <laughs> Man, did I get douched with mud. <laughs> hey, Chucko, that doesn't smell like mud. Oh, man, that's cold. I'm a maniac, maniac on the fall. And I'm dancing like I've never danced before. Did you eat a lot of paint chips when you were a kid? <laughs> Why? Episode 64. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes, 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. Because sometimes you just don't have anything else to do. And now, here are your hosts, Brad Milo and Frank A. Rincon. So the realtor takes me into the house, Brad. Yeah. And we're looking around, and there's something on the floor kind of sticking up. Goes, what's that? And we lift up a little door. It's a safe. In the floor? Yes. Then we go to another room. It's like a closet, and there's like this panel off to the side. Goes, what's this? And it moves out of the way, and it's a secret passage. Awesome. And then we go look into like the linen closet and there's a, there's a thing on the floor and I go, what's this? And I lift it and it goes into not the basement, but just like under the house. That's pretty cool. Yes. Did you discover booty? <laughs> I did not discover booty. This house was awesome. Hey, Bill, how are you? Hi there. We have Bill McGonnell joining us for a, a, another episode of A Half Hour Wasted along with Brad. What up? What's going on? Nothing. So, how do you feel about the Star Wars trilogy being, or sixology being finished that we've accomplished? I'm, I'm glad we finished it because yep. it was like a monkey on my back because we really? should have done it. We should have done it more, only in the in the sense that we should have done it a lot sooner. Finished it a lot sooner. I, I yeah. personally like the pacing of it quite a bit. I mean, there's no reason you can't do an episode every month or so, and mm-hmm. you know, there's at least plenty of time for the rest of your life. It's well, just that Bob Heine gets impatient when we don't get a <laughs> get a. Uh, you tell Bob to get his Xanax prescription oh, no. refilled. And for those of you who didn't catch it, uh, the next movie series we're going to do is the indie series. And we're going to do it in the order they were released. Hopefully ending with uh, just in a timely manner to where Crystal Skull comes out. So that should be fun. That's going to be tough to follow, though. We're going to start off with the greatest movie ever made and go from there. That's a bold statement. It's a bold yeah. statement. And, I don't think it's but, too much of a stretch. I don't think it's too much of a stretch either. It's certainly in the argument. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah. Well, that new trailer just excites me every time I... Does it? In See, fact, I, I and let's let's start trailer. with that. We're going to talk about just summer movies. We have a list of some of our favorites just throughout history. But let's talk about what's coming out this summer, and let's start off with Crystal Skull. Um, the trailer was released uh, just a few weeks back. Are we are we skipping the uh, the pro, the shout outs I wanted to give? Oh, or I'm we do sorry, it, Brad. Or we do it later. No, let's do the shout outs now. You sure? Yeah. Okay. I I'm sorry, and to, I completely forgot about that. You told me about that. I just wanted to recognize. Uh, some people who took the time to post on our "Who Are You" thread on yeah. our message board. Some um, there's some from months back that I never mentioned out loud. I don't think uh, his name is Mark. That's his name on the board. Hey, Mark. 
says, uh, I'm Mark, a blind guy from Kentucky who didn't see this pin thread. Oh, yeah. He he started another thread to introduce himself to say, hey, I like your show. Oh, okay. And he's saying he didn't see this thread at the top of the at uh, of the board. Anyway, it says, I work for an investment firm and have been reading comics for as long as I can remember. I'm a big fan mostly of sci-fi, fantasy. When I was a kid, my goal in life was to be a superhero. Seriously. <laughs> Anywho. I listened to my first show today and loved it. This was September 28th is when he posted. Excellent stuff. I was laugh out, it was laugh out loud funny, which got me some odd looks at work, more so than usual. Here's to many more episodes and keep up the great work. We love making people laugh. Uh, Chris Johnson, Coete on the forums, mm-hmm. he finally posted uh, back in October. And um, let's see, there's uh, McD. His name is McD. Hey, 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 hey. Didn't McD direct uh, the Charlie Angel movies? <laughs> no, that was McG. Oh, okay. And that's a secret I've been guarding closely for years now. <laughs> it says, hey, uh, ha- half our wasted guys. My name's Jeff, and I've been listening to you guys for about nine months. Yo, Jeff. Love your podcast. From the first time I listened to you guys, uh, from the first time I listened, you guys made my short list of podcasts to follow every week. Love the format and love the wide variety of topics. I've been reading comics most of my life, but have recently got away from the mainstream superhero stuff. And read mostly creator-owned projects now. My list of late, as of late, includes Ex Machina, DMZ, Powers, Amazing Joy Buzzards, Desolation Jones, The Boys, Planetary, Transmetropolitan, etc. It's a great list. I just ordered Wanted by Miller and Fear Agent by Rick Remender. I uh, can't wait for those to show up. Keep up the good work. Love to hear your guys' take on the Amazing Joy Buzzards. Haven't heard any podcasts cover that book. It's my favorite. Uh, it's currently my favorite guilty pleasure. I've never heard of the Amazing Joy Buzzards. Yeah, so maybe we can we can find it, pick it up one day. Uh, unknown fanboy says Chad Burdett met you guys at three hundred, started listening to the podcast, and just haven't had time to get on the boards to let you know that I'm listening and enjoy the show. Uh, Jim Bob's Fred Sean, Fred John. Uh, uh, hey Brad and Frank, I tagged along with you and the other CJS listeners to Joe's after last year's Wizard World Texas. Got to meet up with you again this year. Uh, I know Jim Bob and blah blah blah. No, <laughs> sorry. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Stephen with two E's says, my name's Stephen, and I've been listening to Have Our Wasted since episode 50, though uh, I have gone back and have listened to all the Star Wars episodes. Uh, the Astronaut, my name is Jed. I've been with CGS since late 2006, and with Half Hour Wasted for about two weeks, I bumped into Frank at Staple in Austin, Texas, who was handing out business cards. This is <laughs> the, the man who won our... Uh, our Star Wars, I mean, our uh, Superman? Superman contest. Yay! Yeah, awesome. I'm a graphic designer uh, for the local newspaper by day, but in reality, all I want to do is draw. And to that end, the girlfriend and I are working on a website where we can post our own podcast. Actually, as I don't well think this was the guy because that guy was from uh, West Texas. No, that, that was Bubba. I don't think this is the same guy. But anyway, uh, you're probably right. Yeah, you are right. Mm-hmm. Well, Jed sent uh, he sent a. I think he did. Yeah, yeah he wasn't the one there. I apologize. Steel. Hey guys, I'm Jen, and I live in New Jersey. I've been listening to the show for a few months now and decided that I needed to join the HHW community after hearing the great show from Staple. Good stuff, guys. You made a wise choice, my friend. <laughs> hey. hey, I'm Alan, and I'm from Canada. Alpha Fright on the boards. I started listening to your show with the episodes on Superman with Murd, but I really found out about you guys from CGS on Brian's birthday episode and your gift. You guys are hilarious. Hey, Remember the, Fred. Uh, the thing we cut together with, Fred. Our, with Brian going... Uh, and, uh, and, and, uh, uh, and, uh, and, uh, yeah. Uh, Fred, what's your favorite planet? Mine's the sun. Mine's the sun. <laughs> Let's see. There's, there's a, just one or two more here. If you were starving, would you eat yourself? 
I know I would. <laughs> I'd wrap myself oh up. My God, it's surrounded. I'd be so delicious. The crippled Avenger says, "What up, chickens? <laughs> First time poster and short time listener. This is Luke from the pine tree filled state of Maine." I've been hip to you guys for about a month, maybe. I was bored and sifting through podcasts and some other podcasts. Don't ask me which one uh, was promoting your 50th show because they thought you put on a good show. It was CGS, obviously. Yay, thank you. Then I found your Lost podcast and fell in love. I've been a Lostophile since day one, and it was a blast uh, to listen to to folks as into it as I am. If there was only a way, if only there was a way to incorporate the Lost thud sound into everyday life, like you guys do it. That and the guy Superman being like shot your own story killed me. Classic stuff. Keep up the good work. Hurley is the key to everything, he says. Mm, did Amy the girl do both those uh, episodes with you? Amy the girl did one episode, episode, and then she kind of hung around for the second episode, but we talked briefly about Lost. We didn't talk a lot about it, but just a so little bit. Okay. Um, yeah, because I thought that uh, that recent Lost episode was just tremendous. Mm, I, thank I, you. I had a darn good time listening to it. Mm. Although I did think it was interesting that it took uh, both Brad and Frank to uh, to fend off uh, Brad's Brad's advances of hostility. <laughs> I got one more to read, and I'm, I'm going to play some music with it. Okay. And guys, thank you again for the for all the input. Love the input. A little special music. Song. Okay, here we go. Yesterday. No. Brad, Frank, have I told you lately that I man love you? Oh. This is Black Scarf. Been listening since CGS pimped the show, and I've and I have since gone back and listened to as many as I can, and I have half of them still to go. Love the show, and I think you guys are just getting better and better. I like your comic chat, and really love when you guys focus on shows like Lost, my passion for Star Wars, and the like. Being from Michigan, I've had my share of snow, so you guys help me pass the time at work while sho- and while shoveling out the driveway. Thanks, and every time Brad clears his throat, do the Lost thud. <laughs> it adds drama to it. Keep up the good work, Andrew. I just thought this music was appropriate because he said he man-loved us. Gross. Uh, Hell's Fire. <laughs> One more. Hell's Fire. Because of CGS Spotlight, I started listening to the show. Nice. Starting from the beginning, I'm at episode 15 now, but I will eventually catch up You sh- to show you how far I am. To show you how far behind I am, Spider-Man 3. Seriously? When we talked about that. <laughs> uh, so wait a second. So when he gets up to, what is this, episode 64? Yeah. Um. You can be like, hey. Yeah. Hey, these guys do know what they're doing. Mm. He says, I thought my good. friend and I were the only ones that watched John Doe. That show ruled. Remember we talked yes, about that? Yes, John Doe. I, I also love loved that show, but yeah. I knew from the first episode it wasn't going to last. So yeah. I watched a couple and said, I'm not going to worry about it because mm. you know, I never watched the last episode. It was very disappointing. That I know. It was here. too bad because it was a cool show, and I like that Vincent dude. He says, I also nice. love Sliders and the Adventures of Briscoe County Jr. Yes. <laughs> Thank God Sci-Fi picked up Sliders and finished the show, although it did get weaker as people left the show. Oh, my God. That last and season of Sliders was just awful. sickening. When, uh, and TNT finished showing the first season of Briscoe. Whenever Fox canned a show, I always hope for another network to pick it up. Too yeah. bad. It's just been those two shows. God, I, I like to think awesome. of NBC slash USA as the new Fox with Journeyman, Dead Zone, and 4400 being canceled. I was a bit shocked that the last two didn't get a finale as they had been on the air a while. Keep up the good work and the funny and entertaining drops. Really? Thank so you guys for taking the time to uh, go away, huh? to post on the yes. board and let us know you're listening. That's always nice. Okay. Yeah, we uh, f- feedback is is so appreciated. It gives me a reason to get up in the morning. Yeah. Um. So we're going to kind of focus just on summer movies and stuff like that. There's a lot out. I'm going to read my short, my long list. We might not talk about all of them, but guys, just chime in when you want to. Uh, this summer, just a list: Iron Man, Speed Racer. Um, the Chronicles of Narnica, Narnia, uh, Indiana Jones, Incredible Hulk. I'm looking forward to that. 
wanted the happening hancock get smart hellboy 2 i didn't realize there was a sequel uh dark knight stepbrothers x-files 2 and many more i didn't know there was a clamoring for another x-files i can't tell you how many how many nights i stayed awake <laughs> crying to myself wishing that there was an x-files sequel did you were you an x-files fan bill i from episode one and i loved every minute of it i didn't even mind the arc episodes like my wife did but um Man, the way that series ended. Um, I only watched two episodes of X Files ever. Really? No, I mean we. That show sounded it was like kind of like Twenty Four. I was I loved the idea and I was there from the first second of that show and it just it, it show. It started out great and became not as great, but it was still pretty great. I I watched a handful of episodes. I did enjoy the movie tremendously. And I did see the finale. Yeah. The, the series need a movie? I mean, The finale it, always bothered me because the finale was just basically a clip show with a cliffhanger thrown at the end of it. And it was like, I just, I hated them for that. Um, now, without that finale, I don't know that anybody would have really, you know, known what the heck was going on with that show. Because mm-hmm. they, they weren't deconstructing shows like that. Or maybe that was one of the first shows that started getting deconstructed on the internet. Uh, nowadays, you know, you don't have to go far to find, you know, okay, what the heck do people think this means from like lost or heroes yeah. or whatever but you know back in those days you know it seemed like kind of still had to draw your own conclusions um well um so have you does anyone know what the plot of this movie is going to be about um i'm um i've not heard anything <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm Which just is too bad because I love the idea, but um, I, I mean, if, if, if you know, if it's a, if it's a continu- continuation of the story of these guys' adventures, great. Um, you know, I just thought everything was wrapped up, but you know, I'm not. I was never and Brad. I guess same there's thing. No, we I mean, the, the very there's end no of it plot was, in the in IMDb. There's no plot synopsis up yet. Mm-hmm. The very end of it was a total cliffhanger, as uh, you know, he escapes from custody, and he and Scully are literally huddled together on a bed in a cheap motel, cheap motel on a you know desert highway um, with the cops after him. And okay. then they roll credits, and it's like, okay, now what? Okay. Um, well, didn't that didn't that movie take place before the series had ended? No, the the movie uh, took Was place in like middle. in between seasons, right? Four but and didn't five, they something like that? Didn't they, uh, the fact that that the series continued after the movie did it? Well, the movie came out during the series' run. I mean, and the, what I'm saying is, it really didn't feel like there's anything missing, right? Because the series then cleared up any questions. Uh, the movie, in my opinion, was nothing more than just a. a fancy episode i mean it just did it didn't advance the plot any further in any episode or you know really any less um well i mean but but it was it was fun it was interesting you know being that you know i was i'm even below mild um uh, x fan i uh, x files fan i did enjoy the movie the the one-off episodes were always the superior ones i mean Mm -hmm. they're the fun ones Uh, i'm trying to remember uh, glenn morgan and james wong the episodes that those guys had a lot to do with i I pray to god that those guys are attached to this movie Mm -hmm. i could almost care less whether chris carter is because well he's the director on it oh well okay well let's move on uh iron man uh rob bowman (laughs) <laughs> who, who? Rob Bowen was the director on the uh, the first movie, if I remember right. I'm pulling this out of my head, and uh, he uh, was, of course, attached to a lot of uh, Star Trek Next Generation stuff too. And it just seemed like it had that same slow, iron slow pace. Um. Anyway, yeah. Iron. So Iron Man. Waste of I'm very excited about Iron Man. It looks I, very cool. Mm-hmm. I, I 
loved Iron Man. I've collected his. I don't have his comics now, but I collected him, you know, big time when I was a kid. And, you know, uh, man, I just I I was there for all that, and I cannot wait for this movie. I just I thought Armor. Robert Downey Jr. is a really weird <laughs> casting choice. No, once I, I was saw just the about trailers, to say. Well, it had to, I had to see the trailers Armor. to be convinced that okay, this guy's going to sell it, and and I love his take on it. It's mm-hmm. something different than I mean, it's kind of an an ultimate take, and, and I'm maybe I have a different perspective on it because i've gotten to the point where i am sorry uh well no i'm not sorry i like the ultimate universe and i'm starting to get a little bit more into it mm-hmm. um i i like his the way they do him in you know the ultimate universe um which is kind of seems like most of the marvel movie adaptations are uh seem to come from the ultimate universe like fantastic four definitely seems to be mm-hmm. ultimate i you know daredevil i don't know um but uh yeah i just i just I blockbuster yeah, it's going to be a blockbuster. I think it is too. It's going to be amazing. I, just I was wait. not thrilled at all with uh, Robert Downey Jr. being cast as um, Tony Stark, but after seeing the trailer, were you swayed as I was? Oh yeah. Okay. You know, I was when I heard he was cast. I thought that's actually kind of good because he has a lot of demons he's dealing with uh, on a personal level, and so does the character Tony Stark. I yeah. always thought that was a good matchup. That whole demon in a bottle um, line alcoholic through back in the seventies was I, I was subscribing to the comic uh, during alcoholic, the whole run. and I'll still see that they've got the trade paperbacks fairly new, and I'll, I keep seeing it over there at Lone Star. And it's like, man, I kind of want to buy that because it uh, cost me like one hundred and fifty thousand dollars to buy those comics individually these days. Grunkard. You know, something interesting about this summer is we're getting another Hulk after the Ang Lee Hulk. Who saw the Ang? I know you didn't see it, Bill. Brad, I, did you see the Ang I'm Lee sorry, Hulk? I done Unfortunately, I did. You did. Incredible. I love that movie. I think the editing is good. It it takes a different spin on Hulk. Um I wish there was a little more smash to it. Lame. But there wasn't. Um Lame. Still like it. The editing is pretty amazing. The editing was the best part of the movie. Yes. They use a lot of those comic book transition, the yes. wipes and stuff. Yeah. That was the only good part of the movie. The rest of it was Lame. Now this movie looks like it's gonna take the uh the TV approach because they're using the the gamma ray machine that that was used in the TV machine angry or that was used in the TV to to make Bruce what they the do Hulk. in the original what they do in the Ang Lee movie uh the Ang Lee it was oh. a it was a machine yeah it wasn't a bomb okay. Uh, God, let, let me kind of think through this. They were students, and they had discovered uh, regeneration using gamma rays. Oh, wow. Someone was actually overexposed, but Bruce was overexposed to it. Okay. Um, so it wasn't a bomb, per se, but it was an overexposure of gamma rays. I never minded the way the TV did it. Yeah. With him loading himself up into the machine. And, and that's it looks like that's what's going to be happening in this one. Overexposure. I like, I like this Hulk, though. He's more bulkier. So is this going to be uh, kind of my Overexposure. These Marvel movies are basically doing ultimate stuff. Does it? Does he seem like uh, Ultimate Banner versus 616 Banner? Couldn't tell you. Does it matter? Doesn't matter. Cool. You know what? It's not even that. It's its own universe. You know, movies are their yeah. own universe in, in, in the long run. Now, uh, they are... Uh, one of the things I think is really kind of exciting about what's coming up in movies, you know, this summer and for the next Movie. few years, especially the Marvel uh, universe, is that the idea is they are going to tie a lot of these Marvel movies together. The Iron Man and the Hulk and, that the, would be and the Punisher are, are going to live in the same universe. Continuity. Yes. Nice. And uh, this theoretically builds up to an Avengers movie here in the next few years. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I'll have my uh, I'll have my tent pitched out in front of the movie theater for that. Me too. Believe you Avenge. me. Avenge. Okay, what about Dark Knight? That is probably the one I'm most excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that 
trailer just was just awesome. Well, they're keeping the same director. Looks like they're keeping the same feel. Um, I'm. I think they're going to do a good job. Uh, the actor recently passed away. He's playing Joker. Um, Heath Ledger. Heath Joker. Ledger. He looks pretty good. I. Yeah, I'm, I'm still Joker. trying to get over his his look in the movie, mm-hmm. and I don't mind the fact that they're changing it up considerably. Um, you know, making it more realistic. I would. What Heath Ledger, what he said Maniac. about how he constructed the look of the Joker, I thought was fairly interesting, and it sold it to me. Um, and yeah, Christopher Nolan uh, being the director. Uh, yeah, I've tried to think of anything he's done that I haven't liked. Um, Suicide. Did, uh, um, <laughs> wasn't. I don't remember that. I don't when, know if it was, was that. Suicide, was that the summer? Of course it was. It was the summer '05 special we did. I yeah, guess. it was. It was. Was. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, Christopher Nolan did. Um, uh, he did uh, Memento. Was that the one with? Yeah, yes, I think so. Memento. Yeah. Okay, and then he did uh, the one with Robin Williams, Insomnia. If I remember right. Oh yes. So where he goes to Alaska. Yes. Or and I just I need to see that movie again. I need to put that. If I had a Netflix queue, I would move that up to the top because really? that sounds like an awesome movie and I want to watch it again. Now, um, what about this movie, The Happening? It's an M Night Shyamalan. Hmm. Um, movie. Brad, have you have you seen the trailer for it? I have, and it looks very cool. I have a man crush on Mark Wahlberg. I oh, think okay. Can you I bring up his, that trailer? I Can love you, his. Can you bring up the trailer? Yeah, I love his acting. Uh-huh. I think it's. I just like him a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, okay, I wouldn't say I had a man crush on him. I like watching him do his thing. And this movie, I I've been happy with all the M Night Shyamalan. Mm-hmm. Shyamalan Ding Dong, <laughs> his movies uh, to a degree, you know, you know, varying degrees, but I've I've enjoyed them all. Um, just I'm I'm anxious to see this one. You know, Sixth Sense hit it out of the park. Uh, Unbreakable is very divide. People either love that movie or hate that movie. I love it. Um, the Village didn't really do it for me. I don't know what it was. Oh, The Village was interesting, but just weird. But I did. What listing? Batman. <laughs> Thank you. Please. Um, Batman, the the woman in the water that was really kind of that was a real miss for me. We still uh, we and there's another we tried movie. We watched that a couple times and still to this day haven't gone all the way through it. What's what's the movie with um uh, with the aliens coming down? Breakable. I, I couldn't get her. I couldn't get him to say unbreakable. <laughs> it's uh, signs. Signs. Oh, like and that's, that a, and that's another divisive movie. I love that movie. I think I, Unbreakable is probably my favorite. Yeah, Unbreakable is so we uh, we went to Signs in the theater and man, that movie just blew us away. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I, I love, but I know a lot of people of who just hate it. I, I wonder why? Because I mean, the movie, like all Shyamalan, it, it's you know, it's kind of an action movie, but he takes it with his slow, considered mm-hmm. you know, suspenseful pace, mm-hmm. uh, which I think works really well for it. I mean, it's one of those movies where it's almost a letdown once you actually see the bad guys, and so many horror movies are exactly like that. I'm not going to blame Shyamalan for uh, for that happening to. Is you. anyone bringing it up? Or I'm sorry, what movie was that again? The Happening. Happening. Okay. Or Brad, are you looking it up? I will. Sorry, mm-hmm. I was busy playing with those words. Nah. It just it looks like it's. Are you trying to find the trailer, or do you just want information? Well, either or. I guess the information would be better because trailer, yeah, there's, there's just a lot noisy. of dramatic stuff. But b- basically, it looks like people are dying left to right. Nobody knows why. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looks like it's happening at a very rapid pace. A paranoid thriller about a family on the run from a natural crisis that presents 
a large scale threat to humanity. The uh, just the image uh, on the the Apple dot com trailers Fox the Happening uh, trailer uh, site. It's a picture that comes out of total darkness of an old beat up road leading into what's obviously a city at the top of the hill far away, and it's nothing but cars scattered, doors open, and cars From upside down. From what I gathered looks, on the it looks pretty creepy on the trailer. Something starts happening to people, mm-hmm. certain people, and they start killing each other. Oh, is that what's happening? I, that's what I got from the trailer. I thought that people were just dropping, just dropping dead. No, because there was one shot of a policeman walking up to a car, mm-hmm. and then it cuts away to something else. And it cuts, cuts back, black, cuts back up. And the policeman's walking away, and there's a guy hanging out the car like he's been killed. There's that site at a construction site where there's just bodies falling. Off the construction. Yeah, people are like killing themselves and Uh, they look like they were just dead already. You know, the trailer's open to interpretation right now. But um, I tell you what, I'm I'm giving M Mike Shemalian my entertainment dollar, and he gets slack for me because he's done so many cool things. And even if what he does doesn't work from time to time, he has earned a lot of credit in my book. I just I I love his style. How about he wrote the screenplay for Stuart Little? (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, that had a bizarre ending, didn't it? Hey, uh, what do you guys think of our Speed Racer? <laughs> that looks that looks pretty cool. That looks very cool. Like anybody else, I grew up watching it. Uh, like all good HHW listeners, but um, yeah, it, it never it never just grabbed me by my by my private parts. Um, <laughs> I, I enjoyed it, uh, but I tell you what, the uh, and, and listening to the first descriptions of what they're going to do with the movie, I kind of thought you got to be kidding me. But after watching the trailer for it, the the way they're going to try and make it look like a comic Private. book, make mm-hmm. it look like a cartoon. I just think it's going to work, and it's going to be awesome. I think it's going to work. I, I like the the, the uh, sorry the uh, the casting seemed to be pretty apt too. Casting looks good. Uh, it's by the guys who did the Matrix. Speed. Which, that, that first Matrix movie loved it. You know, <laughs> Mr. And Mrs. Wachowski. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, we know. We know you hate the Matrix movies. Okay, yeah. get over it. Well, I love the first one. Though. I know. I, you know, I, I'm sorry. I don't want to veer off too much, but I'm defending the Matrix Reloaded. Uh, maybe it's just because I saw it in an IMAX theater, but I think that second movie will is beat. Will be awesome. We'll beat Frank. Matrix. Up. Now we'll beat Frank. Frank up later. The we, third movie. Makes me cringe. The third movie makes me angry just to think about. Okay, I'm there. So yeah. Anyway, so I'm sorry. Angry. I'm I will give you on the second Matrix movie mm-hmm. that that scene where Neo yeah. is fighting all the um, it's just Agent Smith. For me, is the set. It was almost like Star Wars Episode One. It's the set pieces and the action sequences themselves are mm-hmm. so compelling. Yeah. You know, I mean the, the the fight with the zombies where they're crawling. You know, the the vampire ghosts where they're you know standing on the ceiling and they're having to fight in literal literally in three dimensions oh yeah and you know the whole scene with uh um uh, monica bellucci and her um her hubby you know, the like, architect and, no, uh, he's no the um gosh the the french guy um mm-hmm. anyway you know what i'm talking about just you know the way they advance the plot of the second movie and they leave so many questions unanswered and you're just burning to find out what these answers are and then when you get the answers in the third movie they aren't the answers you thought they'd be and they are in my book they were unsatisfying answers yes. and i just I, I just thought the the entire third movie was a letdown and just nothing but a, a cg orgy it was like it seemed like there was so little story getting in the way of the CG in the third movie. You know, I just I wonder, did the Wachowski brothers really do the third movie also? Mm. I mean, are you sure this isn't like Michael Bay doing the third movie? <laughs> or, or better yet, you know, no, I think what happened was I the like third Michael movie Bay, was ghost directed and written by Roland Emmerich. That's what I think happened. <laughs> 
That's not a positive in my book, by the way. Um, okay, well, let's kind of, we're running out of time here, so let's kind of talk about. BC did well. That was a good tentpole movie for the uh, beginning of the summer, right? Um, okay, negative. <laughs> that was a pretty lame movie. Too. Okay, you Bomb. know what, Brad? The way Amy the Girl described it to me, I wanted to see it because it looked like it was such, it sounded like such a disaster. <clears throat> that it, was it was pretty just, to look at. You know, special yeah. effects were pretty good, but it was like Dawson's Dude, Creek. Woolly Mammoth in Egypt. How wrong is that? <laughs> it was like it was like Dawson's Creek, you know. Amazing. I'm standing in a boat on a creek with my blazer on. Okay, uh, top. Let's talk about our top movies, top summer movies. You know, things that we love, things that have good memories. You know, maybe not necessarily the greatest movies, but that's left us with just a good feeling, you know? Most of my summer movies are from my childhood. Yeah, mine are too. probably where most of these are going to come from. Well, you know, I'm going to start with one, and I'm I'm cheating here by starting with this one, but I don't care. Um, but I'll explain why. It's Back to the Future 2, and that came out in November, so it's not a summer movie. But it had yeah, the right... cheating, all right. But it had Gotta the right... Gotta get back in time! <laughs> it had the perfect right ending for a sequel if you remember marty the movie ends with marty mcfly from the first movie taking off disappearing the doctor Mm -hmm. is dancing in the streets marty mcfly comes running around the corner again and doc says i just sent you to the future he goes i know doc i know but i'm back i'm back from the future and the doc faints and marty's standing there with no time machine no way to get back the camera Mm -hmm. pulls back What's going to happen? Cut to black. Coming next summer. Back to the Future 3. And then they start to show scenes of the Old West with Doc, with Marty, with all the archetypes that you've seen from the other series. And then the DeLorean on train tracks. Yes! Excitedly. I love Back to the Future 2. The last five minutes of that movie. I'd like to apologize to everybody's speakers out there for the barrage they just took. I am sorry. That, oh. I just thought Mary Steenburgen was in the third movie, and I said, out, out. Oh, the third third movie's a stinker. I'm talking about just the second, the last five minutes of the second movie. I've never even seen the third one. You ain't ain't missing, Jack. It was crazy. The plot was convoluted. Yes. I thought the, convoluted. uh, I like the second one because you get to see the, um. The first movie happening from a different yes. perspective. Yeah, and if I remember you know, correctly, he's like behind the stage while he's yeah, out there. They actually the reshot. They didn't use footage from the first movie. Really? They reshot those same scenes again for the second movie because most of the time when you saw what was happening in the first movie, it was from a different angle anyway. So they, yeah. it was like they restaged the whole first movie or the, that part and reshot it. You know, with the camera over here instead of over here. Was that Robert Zemeckis? Was that yeah? He did he do both of the first two movies? I'm guessing yes. Okay, I think he did all three. In fact, my one of my favorite uh, summer movies is this one, Terminator. Terminator Two, especially. Yes, good call. Good call. I to this day, I I I can just put that movie in and just watch the whole thing. Have you seen this boy? I mean, that movie is was just. I love Robert Patrick in that movie. Yeah, it was just so good, that second movie. Now, now, think, think this isn't a diss on the movie, but think about 
where we were graphic wise, CG wise at then, and how oh. blown away we are now. Yeah, well, now it doesn't look a, as polished, well, but it's still good movie. Again, it's still a good movie. They wouldn't be using a real eighteen wheeler if they were doing it today because yes. they'd CG the dang. You'd be in a Volkswagen Bug and they'd CG a Mack truck around. You know? yeah, I don't know, dude. When they Sorry. did, when they did Terminator Computer Three, cynical. when they did Terminator Three, they used you know the real eighteen wheeler right. fire truck. Yeah, the yeah. real crane. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Arnold paid for that scene out of his pocket, by yeah, the way. I love that story. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, he paid him. But uh, I just he, thought Terminator 2 was it was such a good extension of the of the story. It is. Yeah, James Cameron, to me, to me, he's a master at, at taking something and building on it, like mm-hmm. he did with Alien. When Aliens, he did Aliens. He, he, he yeah, took that story and built around it and beefed it up, and I think he did that with Terminator 2 also. Couldn't mm-hmm. agree more. That's exactly what he it's did. Great, great stuff. And, yeah, Aliens and Terminator 2 are both, you know, they've got to be top five anybody's list. Top notch. Or you're okay. crazy. You? Give us a movie. Um, I, um, I, go for, uh, I go for Flash Gordon. Nice. That's, uh, that's one of my faves. Nice. I can remember being a kid going to st- – I, it was one of those things where I saw that movie three times in one day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I saw that movie many oh, – Nice. That is so great. I just we used we used to have this soundtrack and we'd listen to it I think just about every day. Clytus, <laughs> I bore the, the hot hail button. I recently went out and purchased the special edition Flash Gordon, uh, which they were pimping right before the sci-fi series came out. And wow, did that sci-fi series not live up? That's uh, what I heard. I didn't see it, but I heard it was pretty. Uh, I kept. I forced myself to watch the first six episodes. It was. Absolutely, it was rotten from the core. It was one of the worst hours of television I've ever seen, and I watched six, eight hours of it. But the movie, I tried to watch part of the movie. It was either yesterday or the day before. No, it was yesterday morning. It came on. Had to shut it off. Flash what? Gordon, yeah. didn't do it for you. No. New York Jets. No, See, I that love, movie, it, it, that I movie does camp. not hold up to today. I love the camp. I disagree, Brad. The, the the way they do the sky is as they're. They're out in the ship, you know. They're getting ready to go through the whatever zone, you know. They're uh, the Clytus and, and the Emperor are bringing the mm-hmm. ship, you know, to Mongo, and just the the crazy, you know, with oil swirls and stuff yes. in the background. I just I love the artistic direction of that movie. And I just I, you know, the the, the tilting the tilting uh, uh, Patty had to fight the uh, the Baron on with the spikes coming yes. up out of it, and the the tree <laughs> with the monster you had to jam your arm into, and the, you know, just. So many great set pieces. My my favorite scene in that movie is is Flash in the in the battleship Ajax flying into the castle <laughs> with, with and it has that that spike at it and managing to yeah. get the spike right in the middle of Mongo. So oh my great. gosh! God, Max von Sydow too. Oh I mean, my gosh! That movie was so much fun. Oh, oh. My goodness. Okay, uh, another movie to have a great memory of. Jurassic Park when that it first movie came was out? in the theater for like nine months straight. Yeah, I, it hung around. It was one of the last movies to really stay in the theaters. And these days, it would absolutely be out on DVD. You know? um, I still love yeah. that movie. Yeah, it's great. That I, we were there opening day. There was such an energy in the audience. I don't know why that this movie hold why that memory of being in the theater holds up. And you know, I was I don't know how old I was back well, then. We were adults. That that yeah, we were adults. What the mid nineties? But everybody was on their seat. Everybody was just Jurassic. so excited. Oh man, Jurassic Park. That, Jurassic. Th- the viewing experience of it was so much fun, and that was that was a good summer experience. I mean, remember we walked out of that movie talking about it. it goes. 
can we make dinosaurs? Is that possible? I mean, just all it this. It looks real, man. It still yeah, looks real. Right. They still, still look real. The CG in that is perfect. Yeah. And uh, the scene where, where the kids are trapped in between. Well, the the car is basically shielding them from the oh my the gosh Tyrannosaurus as yeah. he's coming down and yes. and you know it's starting to get muddy and wet and mm-hmm. that that jeep in that shot is CG but it looks real mm-hmm. it's just the whole thing is just awesome you got another movie Brad no <laughs> How about you I loved uh, I love Jeff Goldblum in uh, in that movie too and he made was it was he in the third movie or the second movie? <sighs> he Goldblum? was in he was in the third the second one. One. he made okay because he was the not second one, one with one Vince Vaughn was... by the way Vince Vaughn was in the third movie nice isn't that crazy that, that, that third that it's amazing how short the third movie is and it's like mm-hmm. they just they went out and they filmed this crazy kick-ass blockbuster until they ran out of money and then <laughs> right there at that point they stopped and the army shows up you know I mean it's a uh, you know a more blatant example of the deus ex machina you will oh, never yeah. see. You know, the machine of God certainly comes in just at the point where the money runs out and uh, everything's fine. Jurassic Park Two is stinky. I you know stinky. I don't mind the movie. I think it's real interesting. But when they when they get off the uh, they get off the island mm-hmm. and he shows up on the pier and they have that little battle in the sea, yeah, it's like yeah. lame. Oh. Much lamer. Play it again. What kind of dog is he again? <laughs> He's a Jeff Gold Blue Golden Retriever or something. Goldblum Retriever. Ytmnd.com. I'll put that in the show notes because that's put funny. That in the show You're that's the funny. man now, dog. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll end with with your movie, and then I guess we'll wrap I've up. I've got uh, I've got a couple of them. Um, I've got uh, um, Buck Rogers, which can't you know. Was that a movie? Show. They they originally they it was just like Battlestar Galactica. Yes, it was a theatrical release, which was obviously intended to go pretty much straight into a television series. Mm-hmm. And the later you absolutely did see the movie repackaged as two one hour episodes. Um, but uh, you know who yeah. played Buck Rogers in that nineteen seventy seven movie? Uh, wasn't actually Gil, the question um, is do I care? Which is mm-hmm. no. Uh, I'm trying to remember Gil whatever his name was. He was cool. I'm sure he'll be at a con at some point. And that show was awesome um, for the first season. And now then the I'm second confused. season was not it as says awesome. Buster Crab. Was no, cool. no, that, no that's, that's, that's like the original 1930s version. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one where they literally had the ship on the string I'm with the, the, the little thing smoke. You know, Actually, that's Flash, that's Flash Gordon, I think. Buster Crab was Flash Gordon. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I think you're right about that. Buck Rogers, 1977. Yeah, Buck Rogers, nineteen seventy seven, was Gil. Not oh, Gerard. you know what? This um, entry in the IMDb is talking about an edited version of the nineteen thirty nine serial. Oh wow, that's so, um, never mind. That's pretty awesome of them. Well, give us some more movies. Um, I'm, my personal favorite, one of those, I, I could always measure uh, what was a great movie. Um, typically, they would be summer movies by how many times we went to saw them in the theaters back before the age of VCRs and DVDs, obviously. But um, three was the magic number for me. I don't know if I've ever seen a movie four times in a movie theater, but movies I've seen three well, times hey, in a hey, theater, hey. like Star Wars, like Bachelor Party, like Blue Velvet, like um, Dune. I, I think three is the magic number because, you know, your parents would leave you there at noon. Mm-hmm. Then uh, the next movie would start at three. Yeah. Then the next movie would start at like five thirty well, you know, six, and then that. you know you're back home by seven. Uh, another another movie that Triple. absolutely should be on here um, is the only time I ever actually you know the only time I ever remember as a kid doing it staying in the theater because I've got to see this again immediately was Superman two. 
Yeah, I, uh, I might have. I mean, I, I remember Superman. You know, Superman. I wanted to stay in the theater another time, and then Superman two. Yeah, it was just exciting. You know, when ki- when you're kids, you can you can watch the same thing several times, and it doesn't bother you. We had a uh, we had one pinball machine in the lobby of that theater. And it was so obvious because we were the only two people that stayed, and we were just a couple of kids. We went and we played video games. When the movie started again, we went back in the theater and watched it. Mm-hmm. And it was just as awesome second time around. Kneel before Zod. I I love the. Uh, or as Johnny M would say, Kneel before Zod. Yeah, let me uh, let me veer off for a second. Have you guys seen the uh, the re-release of Superman two, the the Richard Donner recut of it? No. Um, go out, uh, run, don't walk to go get that movie and watch it. It is it is Don't pretty amazing what, what they do. There's, um, they intercut almost seamlessly uh, uh, material to recut the way Richard Donner wanted to do it. You know, before um, the Kazan, uh, Ilya Kazan was that it? Um, before he got fired. Um, but there's uh, there's one scene that just cracks me up. They uh, left it in with uh, Clark and Lois <laughs> like uh, in the hotel room, I think. And they had nothing but uh, the, the only footage they had that was of the stuff Donner wanted to shoot had Clark in, like, red uh, horn rim glasses because they were doing, like, lighting check or screen test or something or other. So the only version of that scene they've got, um, he has different colored glasses in it. So as that one scene progresses, he keeps switching from red horn rim glasses to black horn rim <laughs> glasses, back to red, back to black. And, it, you know, the, the footage is a little grainier, but that is a – man, that was awesome. And I'm serious. Aww. If anybody hasn't seen the the redo of Superman two, uh, it it is almost a, a different movie. It's just it, they, I mean they they almost completely re-edit the thing. Don't tell me what to do. I never did like this song, by the way. I was um I was told that in the Richard Donner cut, see <clears throat> that he they put the whole flying around the earth thing to reverse time again. Is okay, that, is that true? Have, was that in that, that's that? how that it was originally supposed to end? It, yeah, I Superman. was told that it's that way again in this re- recut. Oh God! Uh, well, it's not that he he did it like two movies in a row. I think Superman one and two were supposed to be two one movie. Well, the the re-edited version that you can buy. Yes, I was told has Superman flying around the yes. earth again. Yes, now, that is. That's why I won't watch it. I've never seen the re- the Richard Donner recut, even though I was given a God. bootleg copy of it. I've never watched it. Maybe I need to. Uh, a lot of times, if I see a movie just once, it's still like a comic book or something. If I if I experience something only one time, it might well be pretty fuzzy until I get a second viewing. And mm-hmm. and so there's a possibility I missed it, but I don't remember that from the second movie. Superman. Uh, I mean, it still ends. It still ends the same way with him tricking Lex into. You know, firing off the machine that takes away all his powers, but only he's rewired it, so it takes powers away from the person inside the booth. So, you know, blah, blah. Um, but, yeah, still good stuff, though. Silly. Worth seeing. And with that said, Brad, how about we wrap it up? Okay. Okay. Sorry. I just, okay, I got one more. This won't take a second. <laughs> okay. You haven't rolled the music yet, have you? I'm not hearing it. No, Episode 2, uh, Star Wars Episode 2, is not one of my favorite movies, but it's one of my most um, uh, powerful uh, experiences because we had a, a two-and-a-half-week-old child at the time, little Miss Zoe, and uh, she we went and saw 10.30 showing. Uh, it was like 20, 22 and a half hours after it debuted. We saw it that the opening day, but it was like 10.30 that night. And um, we took Zoe to a night showing, 
um, hoping that we would disturb as few people as possible, or maybe they'd just be drunk already or whatever. But, yeah, Zoe slept the first half of the movie in Sasha's lap and the second half of the movie in my lap, and the loudest part of the Star Wars Episode Two movie, um, every time a lightsaber was brought out, that would shake the walls. And it was I, I had never realized before that, you know, that's like the loudest sound effect that, uh, that they do in, in the Star Wars movies. So it's crazy. But anyway, yeah. So that's my uh that's that's my only real adult um summer movie that just, you know, gives me you know, goosebumps. Goosebumps and okay. you know, good tidings and cheer and all that. Hi Zoe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um all right, with that said, that was fun. Yeah. Um Business and Conforms, you could do that. Mm-hmm. Or you could send us an email at half our wasted at gmail dot com. You could do that. Good. You could leave us a voicemail. How would they do that? Six four one seven one five three nine zero zero extension seven seven five zero zero six four pound. And well, Bill, Bill's and, still looking at those lists. No, I'm just saying, don't forget to go see my Blueberry Nights this summer. What is that? I don't know. I was bluffing. <laughs> All right. Thanks to Limp Biscuit. <laughs> Thank you, Limp Bis- Biscuit. Bye. You can't say that word, can not you? Limp yeah, Biscuit, not you, Fred. Limp Wes. Biscuit. Yeah, I think Wes. Is that right? I'll say thanks biscuit. to Wes. Biscuit. Just Biscuit? Biscuit. Just a regular Biscuit. Limp Biscuit. Biscuit. Limp Biscuit. There you go. Okay. Because it, it, you know how they spell it weird. Yeah. But Biz, it's... Biscuit. Yeah, Biscuit. So I always want to say it like that, but it's just Biscuit? Biscuit. Limp, what is a Limp Biscuit, anyway? That's one that's been sitting in gravy for too long. I've just got Her- one more thing to say. What? Harold Jennett. Ah! Harold- <laughs> hey, the movie's... The music's done. Okay. All right. Bye, guys. Thanks, Limp Biscuit. I said it. You did. Bye. Bye.